GAA 2020 Carlo Senior Football Championship Final Era Ogland 30th Carlo SFC title With four in a row achieved, attention quickly turns to emulating the great team of the 90s. Article by Kieran Murphy The score, Aerog 15 points, Rathvilly 9 points. Aerog are the county senior football champions yet again. On Sunday in Netwatch Cullen Park, they completed four in a row titles and are surely hell-bent now on equaling the record of five consecutive wins which the team of the 90s completed from 1992 to 1996. The club has now won 30 senior championships. Because of Covid, this win has to be the strangest of them all. As restrictions dug in for health and logistical reasons, there was speculation the 2020 football championships might be shelved. The Carlow County Board never thought like that, and Chairman Jim Bulger always said the integrity of the competitions would be recognised and would be completed. How right he was. In a glorious eight days, football finals across the senior, intermediate and junior grades were all completed. It was a small and significant step for all participants in the battle to a return to some kind of normality. For most people, the YIs were odds-on favourite to prevail here. Yet, Rathvilly had asked a question when beating them in the league final a couple of weeks previously. The champions-in-waiting were short a number of players that evening, but the challengers were playing some great football. They looked to be building momentum. Seven minutes in, Aerog knew they would have to graft if they were to continue their championship winning run. Jordan Morrissey had opened the scoring on 13 minutes with a point at the tunnel side of the pitch. Rathvilly hit back with a superb Brendan Murphy point fully 45 metres out and using the wind to the maximum effect. Conor Doyle put Rathvilly ahead and Murphy added another. The gauntlet had been thrown down. Typically, Aerog didn't panic. It was a battle, it was a physical game, it was tough out there and there was no quarter spared. We knew that if we kept things secure at the back that we would get the scores which would get us home. That proved to be the case, winning manager Joe Murphy said afterwards. Against the wind, Aerog played their usual brand of possession football, yet they mixed it with some quick ball into the forwards. Chris Blake converted a mark and Darrow O'Brien knocked over a free. It was hard going. Rathvilly players hounded and harassed the Aero Oak ball carriers and even when they did break free, possible ball receivers were closely marked. All this boded well for Rathvilly, but where they needed it most, they were unable to turn their tactics into scores on the scoreboard. Dara Murphy, who hardly missed a stroke in previous games, was unable to find the target with two frees and a 45 wide. While Brian Murphy put Rathvilly in front with a hard-earned point, Aerog turned the screw with points from Ross Dunphy, O'Brien and Blake to lead six points to four at the interval. Joe Murphy said Aerog had been trying to find their way since they got back to training. The possession game worked for them here, but when they went long, they caused Rathvilly big problems. We went lateral a lot in previous games, and that is something we were working on, agreed the manager. Seconds into the second half, Ross Dunphy extended the Aero Oak lead. They had a let-off with a long Rathvilly into the small square. 
The defence hesitated, but crucially, they managed to get bodies and feet behind the loose ball, which was deflected out. Even then, Rathvilly were unable to add to their total, with the resultant 45 floating wide. In reply, O'Brien and Dunphy extended the lead with further points. Rathvilly were now in serious trouble. Dara Murphy finally found his range with a point, but they needed more. Instead, it was Aero Og who almost sealed the game when Blake's flick went wide of an empty Rathvilly goal. The introduction of Colm Hulton all but clinched victory for the champions. On his arrival, he was on the end of a passing movement and settled for a point to put his side six clear with 13 minutes to go. Ratvilly gave themselves hope and reduced the margin to three with a Brendan Murphy effort and two frees from his brother Brian. Aero Og opened up in the final ten minutes with Hulton converting a free and bringing his total to four points with two quality points from play. The Aero Og manager pointed out the quality of the bench which he can call on. Colm Hulton is a very strong option to have. Sometimes you have to finish stronger than when you started and when you have that option you take the opportunity to do it. We have a great squad. We had 26 really good footballers there on the night. Colm was asked to come in and do a job. He did it perfectly. Brendan Murphy's point in injury time was crumbs from the master's table. Right at the end, Niall Quinlan broke through on goal, but Ratvilly keeper Robbie Malloy narrowed the angle and the Aerogue substitute settled for a point. He wouldn't want to say it himself, but history beckons now for the winning manager Joe Murphy. He was on the five-in-a-row team of the 90s. Now he has managed the club to four in a row. Could he repeat as a manager what he did as a player? And that is not including his other senior wins as player with Aerogue or his involvement as a manager with Old Lachlan during their glory years. What would you be doing if you weren't involved with football? I enjoy it. This group of players are top class. And long may it continue, he stated. The teams... Aerog, Robbie Moore, Kelvin Chatton, Mark Fitzgerald, Benny Kavna, Jordan Lowry, Mark Fury, Paul McElligot, Jordan Morrissey, two points, Owen Ruth, Sean Gannon, Adam Murphy, Reese Deneef, Darrow O'Brien, three points from Freeze, Chris Blake, two points, Ross Dunphy, three points, Subs, Colin Hulton, four points for Blake, 44 minutes, Cormac Mullins for Murphy, 51 minutes. Murta Ware for Deneef, 55 minutes. Dermot Ruth for Chatton, 61 minutes. Niall Quinlan, 1 point for Dunphy, 61 minutes. Rathvilly. Robbie Malloy, Barry John Malloy, Josh Moore, Jamie Byrne, Tony Bulger, Colin Byrne, Connor Doyle, 1 point. Brendan Murphy, 4 points. Ed Finnegan, Alan Kelly, Dara Murphy, 1 point from a free. Brian Murphy, three points, two from freeze. Kevin Murphy, Jake Elliott, Brian Smith. The subs, Danny Malloy for Kelly, 40 minutes. Connor O'Brien for Finnegan, 42 minutes. Robert Ryan for D. Murphy, 49 minutes. Jeffrey O'Donoghue for Brian Murphy, 61 minutes. The referee, David Hickey of Fenna. GAA results. Carlo Senior Hurling Championship Round 1. St. Mullins, 1 goal and 17 points. Ballon Killen, 12 points. Bagnallstown Gales, 3 goals and 15 points. Nave Owen, 1 goal and 15 points. 
Intermediate Hurling Championship Round 1 Mount Leinster Rangers 14 points Nave Breed 11 points Carlo Junior Hurling Championship Round 1 Nave Breed 1 goal and 18 points St. Patrick's 1 goal and 11 points Burren Rangers 3 goals and 15 points Nave Owen 2 goals and 17 points Palatine 1 goal and 13 points St. Mullins 1 goal and 18 points Carlow Town 1 goal and 10 points Mount Leinster Rangers 2 goals and 18 points All-Ireland Intermediate Camogie Group 1 Dublin 4 goals and 11 points Carlow 2 goals and 9 points LGFA TG Cahar All-Ireland Junior Championship Round 3 Carlow 9 points Derry 1 goal and 5 points Leinster Ladies Minor Football Championship Westmeath 6 goals and 23 points Carlo 4 points Carlo Soccer Senior Over 35s League Division 1 Rampant Ray wreaks havoc in the St Anne's defence Article by Harry Shorthose The score St Patrick's Boys 7 St Anne's 1 The name of Simon Ray will be familiar to many around Carlo, but perhaps he's better known for having a ball in his hands with Aero Og and Carlo rather than at his feet. However, on Saturday evening he rolled back the years, running rampant down the wing as he scored four goals and contributed an assist for St. Pat's as they beat their leash rivals comfortably to keep their hopes of winning Division 1 alive and keep pace with Cretillard at the top of the table. However, the Grey Cullen side did not have things all their own way, as within a minute, Keith Conroy had, had given St Anne's a shock lead with an effort from the right-hand side. That seemed to wake Pats up slightly, and after that, Ray and Brian Carberry both went close with efforts. On the 15-minute mark, Pats equalised when Ray was taken down in the box. He stepped up and knocked in the ensuing spot kick. He could have added a second through a free on the edge of the box, but found it saved and palmed away under pressure. St Anne's could have retaken the lead when they were awarded a penalty of their own when Cormac Farrell was taken down. Robert Keyes found his effort saved by Darrow O'Connor in the Pats' goal. The rebound was also saved. The resulting corner from Farrell was played short into Rory Jacob, whose cross was cleared. On the half-hour mark, Ray made it too. Two minutes later, Carberry added a third after getting on the end of a cross from the left from Ray to leave Pats 3-1 up at half-time. St Anne's went close just after the break as they were awarded a free, but it was cleared. Three minutes in, Lee Murphy made it four in the most bizarre of circumstances. A long wall was played over the top of the keeper, who seemed to slip to the floor with Murphy collecting the ball at the back post and knocking it in, with the St Anne's keeper not seeming to make an effort to collect the ball. Midway through the half, Ray completed his hat-trick. Three minutes later, he made it six with an effort from the right-hand side. With eight minutes to go, some good link-up play gave Brian Carberry his second goal of the day, and the icing on the cake for the Greg Cullen side. The teams, St Patrick's boys, Darrow O'Connor, Dennis Byrne, Ian Fleming, Anthony Lawler, John Whelan, Cahal Ryan, Lee Murphy, Adam Flynn, John O'Neill, Brian Carberry, Simon Ray. The subs, Derek O'Toole, Shane Fitzharris, Rory Hurley, PJ Rowan, Pass Mullen. St Anne's. 
Ian Coleman, Niall Walsh, Mark Kelly, Patrick Bandon, David Gorman, Joe Brophy, Gary Walsh, Keith Conroy, Rory Jacob, Cormac Farrell, Robert Keyes, and the subs, Paul Butler, Noel Lawler. Carlo Soccer League results. Division 1. Bridge United 4, Parkville 0. Division 2. Slaney 4, Village 0. Fort Barrington 3, St. Joseph's 1. Bagnallstown 2, St. Feux 4. The Martin Mullins Cup, Kaleshan 5, Burn Celtic 0. Cricket. Devotsi scores maiden century for Carlo. Article by Harry Shorthose. Abdullah Devotsi made his maiden century for Carlo 1 on Saturday as they beat Swords by 71 runs. Batting first, they made 221. Devotsi made 107 as the top scorer. Rocky Butt made 31, with Robbie Allam making 22 as the only other to get into double figures. With the ball, Roby and Rocky picked up three wickets apiece, with Mohamed Farouk, Asif Butt, Devotsi and Bobby Trika all getting one each. Carlo 2 beat Mullingar 3 by 6 wickets. Batting first, Mullingar made 207. Shadim Khan picked up 3 wickets. Haibat Davudzai and Salim Mohammed each got 2 with Leek Ur Rehman picking up 1. With the bat, Sofiat Alam top scored on 67. Rory McCall made 45 with Salim getting 31 and Robert O'Driscoll 33. Bagnallstown 2s recorded their first league win of the season with a 43-run win over Rush on Sunday at McGrath Park. Batting first, they lost an early couple of wickets in Ashan Vijasinghe 0 and Pardeep Huda 4. Dom Byrne and Ray Stapleton rebuilt and looked good until Stapleton ran himself out on 21. Byrne rebuilt with Inam Uihak, 32, before Byrne fell LBW for 39 just after drinks. Uihak went shortly afterwards being stumped. Damar Budathoki, 13, and Leslie Hing, 17, tried to add further runs but failed. Hing, in particular, looked in great form before being stumped. The final four wickets fell for just four runs as Adnan Rauf made just three. Tony O'Grady fell for a golden duck and Colin Smith for a duck. Sean Farrell ended on two not out as they made 144. With the ball, they struggled to make a breakthrough as the opening partnership made 58. However, the genius decision to bring Uy Hak on at the other end, having conceded 20 bowling from the town end, proved genius as he picked up the breakthrough wicket. He picked up another two to reduce Rush to 65 for three and give Bagnallstown a fighting chance. A double wicket maiden from Ralph put them in pole position at five down. A Hing run out broke the 19-run partnership for the sixth wicket before Stapleton and Budatoki picked up a wicket each, with Stapleton picking up a run out without conceding any runs. The final wicket fell to Budatoki. A depleted Bagnallstown won, lost by 129 runs to Castleknock on Saturday. Castleknock batted first and made 260. Shane O'Neill and Pardeep Huda both picked up two wickets apiece, 
with Nadun Jasinga and Ross Reed each picking up one. With the bat, they could only manage 131. A 50 partnership at the top between Robbie O'Neill, 30, and Jasinga, 15, got them off to the best possible start. However, Zahir Udin and Shane O'Neill both fell for ducks, leaving them in trouble at 59 for four. Simon Hawkins, 22, and Dom Byrne, 29, rebuilt slightly, putting on 45 between them. But when they fell, that was it. Pardeep Huda and Sean Farrell fell for ducks, with Matt Baker making one, and Tony O'Grady just three.